All right, the divisions have been decided. Champions are about to be crowned and legends born like Taylor Heineke. But what about you? What's in it for you? I know. It's your time to win in the NFL playoffs. You've waited and watched all year. Maybe your team had a good season. Maybe your team had a bad season. How about you have a winning season in January? My bookie, the industry's leading online sports book and casino, and it's not hard to understand why. Thousands of lines to bet on your favorite sports. NFL, NBA, college basketball, check, check, check. MMA, soccer, check, check. They've got all the latest odds, period. Take advantage of MyBookie's prop builder and live in-game betting where every single run, throw, basket, touchdown is another chance for you to put cash in your pocket. Visit their mobile-friendly website today and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Just use promo code ZABE when you make your first deposit. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. The best part is they make it simple with a variety of ways to deposit, including credit card, bank transfer, Bitcoin, and more. Whether you're at home or on the go, your laptop or on the phone, it's not too late to make your New Year's resolution a resolution to get paid on the games you knew were going to end up the way they did. Bet, win, and get paid at MyBookie. Today on the ZabeCast, James Harden is fat. He's now also a net. A blockbuster trade shakes up the NBA. Notorious J.A.Y. is here, and it's all sports, no politics. We bury a Steelers and talk about why the college football title game was a ratings dud. All that, plus whether or not you will watch the Sex in the City reboot and more. Your 45-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> here we go! Thursday, January 14, 2021. Thank you for downloading. Before we get to the blood and guts today, and my God, what do we got to talk about a ton? James Harden traded NBA's new protocols, rubbing the league the wrong way. We got Jay with the college football game, and he's going to bury the Steelers today. But before we get to that, couple emails. This one from Johnny Hepp in Milwaukee. Quesodemic, he writes... Zabe, I know this isn't exactly the queso you deserve, but extraordinary times call for extraordinary queso measures. Look for the Campbell's Fiesta queso soup in your local grocer's soup aisle instead of the queso in the chip mex aisle. Pop the top and plop that gooey ooze in a bowl. Heat it just a little bit in the microwave and then give it a good stir and you're set to go with a queso that will rival any from the chip aisle. If you don't if your grocer doesn't have it, it's on Amazon in cases. Queso soup. Wow. Who knew there was such a thing? Cheese soup. Uh Andrew E says your covid steed best way to test your sense of taste is to start eating vegetables and if you like them Yeah, your taste is shot. You've got COVID. Good luck from the open state of Wyoming. Uh, I went to to my primary care physician today for a variety of issues, and I told him about my symptoms and the uh, negative rapid test. He recommended a PCR test, you know, the old brain tickle. And he kept saying, this is is inconvenient. That was his word, inconvenient. He didn't want to say this is going to suck. Guess what? I didn't think it was that bad. 
yeah, yeah, they go way up there. You just have to mentally not freak out that they're going way up into your skull, into your sinus cavity. But I didn't think it was any worse than the other test. So he was like, oh, you okay? And I'm like, yeah. And my eyes watered. And uh, he said, you did better than most people. I'm like, well, yeah, what are you going to do? Then there is this. Got an email from a from a young man whose name I'm going to uh, I'm going to keep out of this mess for the obvious reasons. But he writes to say, "Hey Zabe, my name is Redacted, and I'm a 27 year old DC native, and I've been listening to you for several years now. I must say I am bummed that you are no longer on the afternoons on Team 980, but I am happy that this has led me to listening to your podcast every day. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you. Tell a friend." Tell two friends for those that are missing me on the radio. I've been telling my friends throughout the pandemic how crazy it is that the most sane voice I've heard on the topic of COVID is a sports radio guy. And I have loved hearing more of your COVID takes on the podcast as well as your other political takes. He's 27. Teacher. God bless him. By the way, my COVID take in a nutshell is virus is going to virus. We can't stop it, won't stop it, never have stopped it. We've thrown away... 80 years of knowledge about pandemics, pandemic science, pandemic mitigation limits, everything else, thrown it away. And the world has gone mad. By the way, the pandemic is mostly going on in the Western world. You can look in sub-Saharan Africa. They're not even really having the pandemic. It's wild. A lot of it could be because of just pre-existing immunity to this particular strain of virus. Could be a lot of things. Could be the fact they don't have the money to test up the wazoo like we do. They don't have the luxury of shutting down a bunch of uh, Starbucks because they don't have Starbucks. But anyway, I digress. Anyway, when I when you brought up the Montgomery County Public Schools staying closed until March 15th, I just had to write to you. I'm a teacher at School Redacted in Maryland. Many of my colleagues are fellow listeners, by the way. We're a very small K-12, through all-boys Catholic school, about 200 kids total, and we are fully in person and have been all year. And Montgomery County Public Schools have been trying to stop us since day one. Initially, they made an order that private schools were not allowed to open until October 1st. Oh, I remember that. Which was an interesting date to choose because the end of September is when Montgomery County Public Schools get their funding approved in terms of how many students they're going to have. And of course, they didn't want a large sum of their students jumping ship for private schools, offering in-person learning because that would result in fewer students and less money. So they tried to shut us down. Yes, they are. uh, The school district is full of a bunch of evil, awful people who just don't care. I'm proud to say that we, along with our sister school, Redacted, sued the county and they removed the October 1st order. We've been open all year and zero students in both the boys and girls schools have contracted the virus. A few teachers, including me, have gotten it from outside the school, but there has been no spread from those teachers to other teachers or students in the school. The infected teachers have just quarantined for two weeks and then moved on with their lives. Anyway, regarding public schools staying closed until March 15th, I have it from good sources, not that sources are really necessary to figure it out, that they were never going to open any earlier than March 15th. They just didn't want to lose more kids to private schools, and so they are stringing it along. 
It's ridiculous, and you're hurting our country's kids instead of educating them like our tax dollars are paying you to do so. I would just add that the parents at our school have almost unanimously been ecstatic about having us be in person. They have been so thankful that there is a school who cares enough about their kids to find a way to keep school open, even the craziest of circumstances. Thank you for all you do and keep up the great work. Name redacted. I said to this guy, I said, thank you. Thank you and the teachers there. God bless you guys. Good for you. I only wish that private schools were not currently with waiting lists everywhere in which public schools are closed. Uh, I, I, I truly do. And unfortunately, the public schools are not getting hardly any heat from many jurisdictions in and around the D.C. area because the parents just don't care. The parents think, eh, it's fine. You know, they, they value this insane degree of safety for their kids, which is statistically insane. Uh, to be honest, to to say I'd rather have my kids home on Zoom of the tiniest of decimal percent chance that they catch this, which is not going to affect them, basically. I don't get it. it. The parents in the D.C. area are so soft. It's, an, it's a hell of a mindset. It really is. What are you going to do? If your kid's in private school, good for you. If you're going to find a way to scrape and save and bust your own budget and your family to get them in a private school, good for you. For the public school teachers, of whom I know many, and they teach my daughter and they've taught both my daughters, many of them are wonderful people. And you're doing the best you can right now in difficult circumstances. But fuck your union and fuck the teachers overall that are not pushing to get the kids back in school. That's a general blanket statement. It's not specific to you if you happen to be a teacher. And spare me the email about, I know somebody who died, and I know someone. That doesn't matter. The basic shape of it is schools should be open. The harms to kids are much greater. If you are truly, as a teacher, in fear because you're at risk, there are ways to navigate around that. Take a leave. Work from home. They'll work it out. We got to get these kids back in school. It's an imperative across the board. So figure it out, school districts. Figure it out. All right, the divisions have been decided. Champions are about to be crowned and legends born like Taylor Heineke. But what about you? What's in it for you? I know. It's your time to win in the NFL playoffs. You've waited and watched all year. Maybe your team had a good season. Maybe your team had a bad season. How about you have a winning season in January? My bookie, the industry's leading online sports book and casino, and it's not hard to understand why. Thousands of lines to bet on your favorite sports. NFL, NBA, college basketball, check, check, check. MMA, soccer, check, check. They've got all the latest odds, period. Take advantage of MyBookie's prop builder and live in-game betting where every single run, throw, basket, touchdown is another chance for you to put cash in your pocket. Visit their mobile-friendly website today and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Just use promo code ZABE when you make your first deposit. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. The best part is they make it simple with a variety of ways to deposit, including credit card, bank transfer, 
Bitcoin, and more. Whether you're at home or on the go, your laptop or on the phone, it's not too late to make your New Year's resolution a resolution to get paid on the games you knew were going to end up the way they did. Bet, win, and get paid at my bookie. Hello. Here's the tweet of the night. The Nets now have acquired all three types of Brooklyn guy. A weirdly skinny guy, a guy with a huge beard, and a guy who's obsessed with astrology and conspiracy theories. (laughs) (laughs) A question I was asking to myself, because I do that a lot. Is Kyrie Irving the least likable athlete in American (laughs) sports today? He is something else, that's for sure. I, I can't think of anybody who I dislike more than him. I, I would. I, I, and now I they got hardened. Anybody. And now they got hardened. They got the bird, the beard, the burner account, and mold flat earth. Nice team <laughs> you got there. <laughs> and no hey, defense. And no defense. But, but that said, on paper, it looks like a super team. On paper, at least. A wise man named Kenny Maine once said, games are not played on paper. They're played in our television sets. They're played inside of television sets. Exactly right. Well, this was quite a trade. I actually had to take a picture of the trade. It looks like the Rockets get a million first-round picks and a bunch of other dudes that don't really matter go to a bunch of other different cities. And, well, they got Victor Oladipo. Oh, they did. Okay, right. That's part of the deal. So, okay, Oladipo is the big piece. Four first-round picks. Wait, and, and by the way, first-round picks in the NBA don't mean squad douche anymore because really? there's, not that many, there's not that many good players in college. Well, I mean, I you know, it depends. I mean, you got four of them. You should be able to hit on one, right? Also remember this. You know they're, gonna, uh, they're going to add, like, two more teams in, like, three years. So and that's the NBA gonna, is going to suck even more wait a minute. than it does already. Wait a minute. They're going to add two more teams in the NBA? Where? Yeah, they're they're talking about um, expansion. Uh, in the Las U.S.? Ve- oh, yeah, Las no, Vegas. No, oh, no, oh. no, 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 no. Let me take that back. Seattle. Seattle, yes. Yeah, Seattle wants a team back. And I can't remember who. I want to say it was Vegas, but don't quote me on that. And that'll just make the NBA, you know, crappier because – Again, already, we don't have – there's no good players in, in college anymore. I don't know why that is. Well, because they're all leaving early. Yeah. So that have diluted even more. So those – those like, you know, there's no, where have you gone, Ralph Sampson? Those days are over. You oh, get yeah. one guy, oh, yeah. and they can turn your franchise around. Yeah. I don't – look, I don't mind the top players getting 25, 30, 35, 40 million but when they actively say, I don't want to play, when Kyrie just doesn't show up for games, when he's showing up on Zoom call meetings uh, with Cynthia Nixon, it's the just the biggest fuck you to everybody else in America. I mean, come why, on, man. Why Cynthia Nixon? I don't know. What, I don't know. Is he starring in Sex in the City 3 or 4 uh, or whatever? Let's, well, let's start. I, before we get too deep into it, it's on my list of topics, Sex in the City reboot. 
Your thoughts go. Minus Kim Cattrall, who didn't want to be part of it because she thinks she's better than everybody. I'm not going to lie. I did watch uh, – excuse me, Myra. Sorry about oh. that. <laughs> she just coughed. Um, I was a Sex in the City watcher, not for my own reason, but when you don't have – when when the television was vanguarded by somebody else oh. and you had to watch. <laughs> Dude, you can admit you kind of liked it. I kind of – no, no, no. I kind of like it. I remember, I remember like the, the 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 show ending. I was like, "That's one of the best ones I've ever seen." That being said, well, I watched No Way in Hell. Well, uh, Kim Cattrall is sixty four now. It, it's so it's so funny you mentioned Kim Cattrall because since we're you know in a in a pandemic and watching everything, I watched Porky's last week. Shut up. That movie, by the way, Held does up? not hold up. Oh, it no. does not. God, <laughs> God, there's there's so there's racism, there's sexism, there's so many isms. And I was like, why was this movie popular? But Kim Cattrall, who was I was told was a young Kim Cattrall in that movie, and this was like '84. Was this pre-Mannequin? Oh, before Mannequin. Okay, because yeah. she that yeah. was her big claim to fame. That, yeah, but I was <sighs> like, wow, Kim Cattrall's an old chick. Yeah, well, she's 64 now. You know, the rest of them, Kristen Davis, Sarah Jessica Parker, they're 55, 54. Oh. To me, Cynthia Davis was always the least attractive woman I could ever imagine. Uptight, <laughs> wow. way too skinny, way too pale, terrible teeth. The teeth Ooh. are terrible. Tiny little, you know, ill-formed teeth. It's like, ugh. Kristen Davis, dime piece, but to me had no sex appeal, if that makes any sense. She had objective beauty, no question about it, but uh, didn't really tickle me in any sort of way. She wasn't one of the great, wait a minute, was she in the Seinfeld? Oh uh, no, yes, she, she was. She was, she was tooth and she wasn't a friend. I'm thinking a friend. That's right. She was, she was toothpaste. She was I mean, toothpaste. Tooth, yeah. Toothbrush. yeah, she was the toothbrush okay. girlfriend. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> no, no, Sarah anyway. Jessica Parker. <laughs> so, was, Sarah, was she ever ever sexy to you? No, not to me. No, the the, the harshest line ever came from a Family Guy episode where they said uh, her face <laughs> looks like a foot. <laughs> I mean, that is just really harsh. I think what made her also not very attractive is how much she smoked in those episodes on sex in the city, you know, when smoking was cool to do. I, I suppose. Yeah. When it was, when it was cool, disgusting otherwise. All right. So back to the NBA, back to this trade, will it work? How about that for a question? They have no defense. No, you got to play defense in the NBA. Okay. So, but what is working constitute? Because they're the favorites in the East, aren't they? Or are they not? Is Milwaukee still the favorite in the East? <laughs> I do like there's a one of your uh, listeners uh, gave me the finger for saying Milwaukee will never win anything. Oh boy! Well, you I'm know, still, I'm still I'm still sticking to that. But <laughs> well, the odds are in your favor. It's tough to win things, you know. <laughs> but they they play no defense. Do I see them beating Milwaukee? Milwaukee beating them? That I can't call that one. Well, here's the larger question. Now that these three weirdos, and I mean, let's be honest, Durant went off the weird end, right? With the burner account, the way he got out of Oklahoma City, and then the whole thing with Golden State, and 
He's just he's way too caught up in his own feels. But but still the most undefensible player the NBA has ever seen. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. He's 6'11", can shoot, and can put it on the floor. He is the most undefensible player the NBA has ever seen. More than Jordan. More than, more more than, than Elijah Juan. More than Elijah. More than Shaquille O'Neal. Again, 6'11", can shoot threes, can post you up, can dribble. It's the most more than Andre Karolenko. AK forty seven. Whose wife let him have one a mistress? A mistress. On the, yeah, one a year. One God, a that's year. a great woman. Uh, that's a hell of a story right there, isn't it? <laughs> Speaking of mistresses, so the the NBA rank and file are not too happy about these new <laughs> coronavirus protocols because it's pretty much clamping down on road beef with their Instagram thoughts. I can't remember who the player was, but he said, why play the season now? Uh, basically, it was uh, uh, George Hill. Oh, thank uh, you, George Hill. Yeah, George Hill, who's – God, who, who does he play for now? Uh, I, know, I, I remember he was an Indiana uh, pacer, but – No, he I was a buck. He, he was a buck last year, and then they traded him in the offseason – or they just let him walk uh, George Hill NBA. He said, look, he goes, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm going to see uh, my family if I want to. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. He said, I'm, I'm a grown-ass. see my family or have my hoas on the side. Well, he didn't say that, but he just says, I'm going to see. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm going to see my family if I want to. If it's this bad, maybe we shouldn't play the season. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, do you yeah. want your money or not? <laughs> you know, we gotta... let's, see how that, let's see how that works. <laughs> right, they got to play for the money. So, all right, well, look, uh, the question I have is, will Kyrie buy in? Will Harden buy in? By the way, will Harden get in fucking shape? That's the larger issue. When I saw him in his warm-ups last night, I laughed out loud. I said, you're fat, dude. What are you he doing? He looks like the guys I play with on Sunday morning. Yes. Outside. Yeah. Right, where they got... They got really good ball skills, and they're not afraid to shoot. It's just they don't make nearly as many shots while doing their dribbles and jacking them up from all over the rec league court. And they don't play defense either. And they, right, and they don't play defense either. I just want to know, I, I had so many Houston sports radio stands on my timeline that at the peak of Harden, when it looked like the Rockets were about to break through in the West and make the finals once or twice, which they never even got to the Western finals, the the Houston stands defended Harden to the moon and back. And when people would say, you know, that step back's kind of a neat trick, but it's probably traveling, they would go crazy and defend oh, it and God. say, you're wrong. And they'd show you slow-mo frame by frames. Harden just fucked Houston good. On his way out the door, I wonder what they've got to say about him now. Well, were they more? Well, I know you have that one friend who Shirey. tried to try to defend try to defend the Astros. Or I can't remember. <laughs> yes, if, if he did it, okay. He was on. I, he was on yesterday. He was I, just saying, look, there's other cheating going on because there was a story of a, a Angels clubhouse guy that had some special goop that he was helping the pitchers with. Well, and, and Clemson. And Clemson was cheating. Yeah, yeah, just like that too. But okay, yeah, whatever. So we'll we'll uh, we'll all three buy in for the Nets. Whether or not it works, who knows? But have we seen the last of Kyrie Irving just taking random nights off because he feels like it? I read from someone who covers the NBA that Kyrie was incensed over the hiring of Steve Nash. I'm like, wait a minute, didn't he buy into this? 
Yeah. He's just so fucking crazy. I he is crazy. Four, four months at Duke make you a make you a rocket scientist. <laughs> exactly. College football championship game. Your thoughts? God, that was boring. And Al- and Alabama's really good. Next. Is that the best Alabama team under Nick Saban? No. Okay. I, but, but people like this is the best team ever. Best offensive Again, team. But, no. It, it, it starts and ends with two thousand. 2001 Miami Hurricanes. Ooh. That's it. Okay. That's, there's nothing. I and, and then 1995 Oklahoma, I mean, Oklahoma, Nebraska Cornhuskers. But if you were to layer over the last six years all of the pro prospects that came out of Alabama and then stack that against the six year window of your choosing for Miami. It would beat Miami. Now, Miami had a more concentrated surge Miami in had, that two-year run right there. No, they had 13 guys off that one team I know. in the first four that's, rounds. That's what I'm saying, concentrated. If if you take Alabama for the last six years, they got 60 guys playing on Sunday. Yeah, a lot of those guys, are, yeah, how about that? Okay. Never, not right. one quarterback worth any substance. Well, that's the darndest thing, and I guess Mac Jones is going to be the next test case. Did you see where somebody posted his uh, direct messages looking for a recruiting tape coming out of high school? No. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, do you know anybody in you know this area that could help me out with a with a recruiting tape? I'm trying to get noticed by a couple schools." He's like, "I'm a six two hundred and seventy five pound quarterback out of so and so high school." I believe Josh Allen sent like eighty things out, and like only two schools gave him a look see. Yeah, Wy- Wyoming and some Division two school. Yeah, uh, Najee Harris is ridiculous. I said on Twitter, I go, he would be the type of player in Madden you'd have to disable him to make it fair. Yeah, as yeah. a video game, he'd be like, you can't use him. He's too good. Why does USC suck again? Najee Harris from California. Oh, there you go. Wow, there couldn't you go. Couldn't keep him home. Uh, is Devontae Smith the next Marvin Harrison? In other words, no, he's, a, he's small. He's a, small. Just like Marvin Harrison, a six foot, doesn't look that dangerous, but nobody can run with him wide receiver. That catches everything. He's not crazy like Marvin Harrison. Hey, Marvin Harrison. <laughs> and, and he might not have killed the guy. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Marvin Harrison was unbelievably shady. And because he never spiked the football and never talked, everyone thought he was like, oh, this, guy's real, this guy's real serious about his craft, you know? <laughs> he gave no, every. He's crazy. Yeah, he was <laughs> fucking crazy running a car wash in Philly. <laughs> Popping caps off of dudes. <laughs> Shooting a dude, yeah. yeah right. But not having his money. That is the epitome of a gangster. It was yeah. it was it was as shocking as the fictional Wayne Brady as a pimp angle. Yes. You're like, wow, Marvin, Marvin Harrison, Harrison. Quiet, yes. So wait, you don't think Devontae Smith will be a great pro just because he's too small? He's small. Look how smooth I, he is. Like catches I, everything. Uh, Jalen Waddle though was better than him. He was like last year, and I don't. I'm just saying All he's right. very small. As a first, he's a first round pick. Gotta be. Yeah, of course Gotta he be. is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the ratings were ba- were bad. Uh, they were down tw- 23 million last year, down to 17 million this year. Why do you think that is? Because people are bored with the same four teams. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely why. 
And maybe, wait a minute, did you watch, did you flick over between ESPN's 97 broadcast of the game? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Because the coach cast. How was the, the coach cast? It just as boring as, as everything else. <laughs> you don't then, like then, it. Then you had the one with, I, I knew you would tune in just to hate it. It was Mina Khan's, who I know you love. Oh, whatever. I know. Uh, um, uh, Spears. Uh, yeah. Laura Rutledge and Dan Orlovsky. Yeah. And the end zone runner, as I call him. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I could have sworn, and that was bad also. Right. God, well, why do they love Mina Khan so much? I don't. I don't, I don't get it. She's it's, getting, she's getting the company push as Galdi taught me in wrestling. You know, sometimes you get the company push the rocket ship to the moon. Look, she's smart. She knows how to play nice with the guys and, uh, okay. she tickles all the boxes and what are you going to do? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I just, I just don't understand why she's the new, I guess she pushed past Katie Nolan as <sighs> Katie Nolan. There's a whole separate can of worms there. Katie Nolan, talk about getting the company push. They've been trying to make Katie Nolan happen forever. Some, they've, they've, they've been trying to make her something for like four or five years now. Exactly. By the and way, America's like, nah, we don't want them. I'll shop somewhere else. Thank you. Do you ever wonder what someone like Michelle Beadle is doing right now and what she's oh. thinking right now? Oh, I was a friend of mine. I went on on Facebook. You know, they had those memories. Yeah, a friend of mine posted something of Michelle Beadle dancing like four years ago, and I was like, "Where the hell is Michelle?" Be-? I was a Michelle Beadle stand, by the way. Well, she was she was good when she was like America's favorite girlfriend that could watch wrestling, hang out, talk sports, but she got a little bit too wrapped up in you know the cause and it, it started to shine through in all of, of her commentary. And that turned a lot of people off, whether you agreed like, with the cause or not, you're like, you know what? I just wanted you to be this cool chick that likes wrestling. Like Kari champion. Well, Kari champion is a fucking goddess. <laughs> Wait a minute. You is, know, you know she what she is, does now, right? I know she does. Uh, Jamel Hill, her and Jamel Hill have a podcast. Yeah. yeah. She is still, Every time I see her, I'm like, why are you not on a magazine cover that's what That's what I said. I would watch her and I'd go, Kari Champion is so fucking fine. It's a joke. But I, you know, I don't understand TV. You know what? I just found this out. Our girl, Amber Theo Harris, is no longer on NFL Network. I checked one of the coolest people ever. And, and also very hot. But I, yes. I, I I checked her bio and it was nowhere to be found and it, clearly she's not on NFL Network anymore and it's like these contracts just evaporate and you don't hear about it you know our guy Dan Halley is no longer on NFL Network what yes but you, you know who I um but I was like I was thinking of of uh, our guy Paul Paul Burmeister yeah is he still he's, on he's still on there huh. one of the ni- nicest dudes we ever had on the show. Wow! But they come and go, and you just don't know. I know what happened to him. I I can't believe it because Helly was really good. He's perfectly TV handsome. He could do any kind of show that they wanted, and I'm sure he wasn't making that much. I mean, he was making good TV LA money, but they're just like, now nah, you're out. You're not making Siciliano money, but who is? No. So he does random play by play now, and he uh, uh, does his uh, helipod and other. Uh, various television stuff. I don't know. It's crazy. So, all right, let's get to burying the Steelers. We've waited long enough. 
Jay, oh, wait administer. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can, yeah. can I get, hold on. Before we get now, I know you got a time limit on this. I don't have a time limit. Oh, good. Can I get five to ten minutes on episode one of the Tiger Woods documentary? Oh. Have you already, have you already done that? Let's do it right now. Thank you. Good. Okay. So you I saw it. it. No, because it's funny. I saw it because of something you you tweeted, you I motherfucker. Tweeted. I was watching the Steeler game, and I was sitting there in disgust, and you were like, hey, the Tiger Woods documentary is on. And it's I'm awesome. I'm sure Steeler fans may want to turn over. No, and my I tweet did. my tweet was, I said, right now, if you got two TVs, the Tiger Woods documentary is on HBO, and it's awesome. And if you're a Steeler fan, you probably have no TVs. So I guess you'll have to watch it some other time. I flicked it over because I'd forgotten it was on, and I flicked over, and that was 56 minutes of awesomeness. I I had thoughts. I wrote down shit. Oh, good. I, All right. Here we go. Let's go. Get out the notepad. Where do we begin? Well, with the biggest dick of the whole thing, Earl Woods' friend, who oh, dimed yeah. out Earl Woods for yeah. getting some strange on the golf course. He had, guy, a, he had a fucking stabbing cabin on wheels at the back of the range. Yeah. <laughs> and they had a pit. They had video of it. I was like, holy shit. I wouldn't have believed the story if they didn't have that video clip where it's like, yep, there's the Winnebago. That's pretty fucking shady. Uh, Tiger Woods has a type of woman. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Blonde and tall. That's that, that's that Tiger's thing. I, the, the, the first girlfriend he ever had, I was like, wow, you know he's what? got a type. I, I actually think Tiger's parents did the absolute right thing with girlfriend number one. They realized this guy, this young man, our son is a prodigy. He's going to go fall in love with a girl. It's going to fuck up his golf game and his entire future that we have worked so hard for. Dump this bitch. And he did. And, and I have oh. no problem with it whatsoever, man. Really? That might have been the love of his life. Bull. Do you think I believe in that? No. I got just making it up. <laughs> do, do, do you believe in cosmic soulmates like she was the one and the only one? I mean, you grow, you change. You know, you got to you got to make it work. I I'm a firm believer that people that get married young and it works out, it's not that you did it right, it's that you hit the lottery. That's I I have a buddy who married the first girl he ever fell in love with, they're still married to this day. And I always go, that that guy did it right. But like you said, he might have had all lemons on his first pull at the uh well, slot wheel of life. What if what if what if uh he did get her pregnant? That would have fucked up his career. That would have endorsing up his possibilities and everything else. Not that it would be unmanageable, but it just was gonna be a distraction. His course, image would have been fucked up. Of course she kept the letter, of course. Of course she did. And by the way, kept the videotapes of Tiger dancing. Yeah. And with, I was like, what the hell is this? There's no way Tiger signed. Well, he had to sign off on it. I'm what? surprised. What, the documentary? Oh, no, he didn't yeah. sign off on this. Oh, no. Oh. Fuck, no, this is totally unauthorized. Oh, okay. All right. Well, But obviously I, I, she had that those video assets. Yes. Yes, she had receipts. Yes. And there's no doubt that the producers of the documentary paid these people to come on and talk to them because a hundred percent all is fair in, you know, and the, and the, and the golf pro that was like, I'm sorry, champ, this, you're not going to like that, this. That, oh. I hated that. That dude is the, that's the biggest dick. I'm in the, I was yeah. like that. That's I, not cool. That's no. not cool because you were there scoring side pussy as well with Earl Woods. And so guess what? 
you need to keep that quiet. Stop acting oh. now like my conscience is such that I've got to say it. You but, got paid to sit there and give them this juicy shit for their documentary. A lot of people are very unhappy with the documentary. They think it's a it's a hit piece. Like the one, the the black dude is like, well, I'm not going to speak on that. He said that repeatedly. Oh, yen, yeah, Pete, Pete McDaniel. Like, That's the guy I want in my crew. I ain't telling <laughs> shit. Yeah. Although he did sit down, he told some, but at least he had a line. He was like, It wasn't yeah. anything damaging, though. Not like like that. Oh my god! I hate, I hate to do it, man. No, you don't hate to do it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, early on, the like some of the footage of Tiger hitting golf balls as a two year old or one and a half. I don't know how old he was. I've never seen the, that footage, and I'm a golf nerd. And when I saw how he hit the ball at that age, it truly is hair on your neck standing up because. That was some prodigy level shit. That wasn't just a kid who had a good control of the golf club. That's like he was striping it at two. Like the contact and the fluidity and the power for a tiny little kid was freakish. Like his son? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, although his son, you know, his son is bad. His son has a 50-50 shot at best of making the tour. 50-50 at best. Because there's a lot of kids that are Tiger's age that have great swings because they've gotten all the coaching and the video analysis and everything else. Golf was not as cool as it was when Tiger was, no. however, oh yeah. No. So and you didn't get you didn't get the training on all that. It, right. he, no, he clearly is a prodigy or was a prodigy. Right. So anyway, you know, uh, now we know where Tiger got the idea that he could go bang Perkins waitresses in the back of a parking lot in his SUV. We now know why. He, he learned from the master. He learned from, and, and I'm sure his his uh, relationship with with Barkley and Jordan didn't help, did it? Because they were doing the same damn <laughs> right, thing. Exactly. But um, the the, the and if you're cliff- young and impressionable and you're seeing this, I know that's going to you know sit in the back of your psyche. Hey, this is how it works, right? I wish I wish for Tiger's sake he had never done that blue curtain mea culpa at tour headquarters. I wish he had never gone to fucking sex rehab clinic in uh, in Mississippi. I like I wish he had just said, you know what, I fucked up. Sorry, I, I feel I feel terrible. I betrayed my wife and my kids, and I'm going to have to deal with it. But you know. I'm going to be better. Should have just not said anything. That's the best way. Just not no. said anything. Could have done the Eddie Murphy. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> problem is, problem is the National Enquirer had it. And somebody said to me, they're like, well, you know, the media really sold him out. I go, no, no, no. The, the, most of the media either didn't look or maybe they knew and they looked the other way. It took the Enquirer. And the reason the Enquirer busted the story wide open was because they went to Tiger's agent and said, look, we know what your guy's doing. Can you do this photo shoot for Vanity Fair for us? Because that's one of our magazines we own. And he said, yes. And they're like, can you do this for men's fitness? And they said, yes. And I think they asked him for something else. And he's like, okay, you've gotten enough. And the inquirer's like, okay, well, I guess we're going to have to go public with this. <laughs> so I don't know. It's a, it's a hell of a thing. It's And I can't wait for part two. And of course, Rachel, you could tell who's not, looking kind with age ends the first episode by saying okay what do you want me to talk about again <laughs> cut to black oh great uh, well are we gonna see all 25 of them the mistresses <laughs> jamie yeah. junger jamie grubbs 
Oh my God, you remember the names. Jesus. <laughs> Corey Wrist. <laughs> oh my God. What do you remember the names? I've got the 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 Franklin Mint chess set of all the mistresses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'll okay. do the Steelers. All I'm right. sorry. Let's bury the Steelers. Where yes, do you be- where do it. you this begin? I mean, this is the, the Steeler run as we know is over. Yeah. We're we're going the way of What's a team that, oh, God. Fell apart? That that was a paper tiger, then fell apart. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm, 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 I'm trying to think a, te- a middling team right now. Listeners, uh, put the your thinking Bengals? caps on. No, it would have to be no, a team no. that was really good and then really collapsed. That had a long run of being good, and then it all the just fell apart. Maybe, I suppose. Well, let's deal with the first things first. Big Ben shot. Done. Oh, my God. That's the easiest thing to assess. The second thing is this new breed of cat, Juju and Mapletron. I mean, enough of these guys. It's like like you you thought. What? I like Juju. You do? But he's no better than Martavis Bryant or Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown. You thought you had cleaned up the culture, so to speak, and it's just a new set of dum-dums. Juju went to USC, and he played for the Steelers. How can't I like him? I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm a a Juju stan. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's not a WR1, that's for sure. No, I I said that to you last year. He's not a number one wide receiver, but he's going to – some dumb team is going to pay him number one money – and then get him and go. Wow, he can't separate from yeah. elite quarterbacks. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Tomlin. I mean, the, uh, the, the fourth and one call <laughs> might be might be up there with uh, Pete Carroll not having Reggie Bush in the back backfield with Lindell White against against Texas. Pete Carroll not giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch, and then Mike Tomlin punting on fourth and one when you have momentum even chris collinsworth at that time goes you know momentum is a thing yeah and (laughs) and he punts and then he says the next day well we did it to turn the field and blah 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 and then he has has a saying about not living in your own fears and he actually did it right there he lived in his own that is one of and tomlin by the way still i'm going to say this and well the second best coach in Steelers history, because all you people think it's Cower. Colin still never had a losing season, so right. that means something. Right. But he's had some devastating losses in the last. Losing to Blake Bortles. Ooh, that was losing bad. To, losing to Tim Tebow, and the that Cleveland Browns bad. loss is the worst in Pittsburgh Steelers history. The worst loss ever. Period. How do you me- by what metric? By what metric is hated rival? They, the fact you were down thirty-five to seven at one point, twenty-eight the nothing. The fact that Cleveland had uh, was down like four players, no coaches. Right. Yeah, no coach. Home, right. You lost to home. a coachless team, and it was at home. Although no fans. Yeah. Imagine the imagine if the fans were there. Um, Holy shit! So I mean, uh, keep Tomlin. I mean, what's his contract status? I don't even know. Oh, he's um, he has a. It, it's a weird option. I can't remember what it's called, but. Like both parties have an option on, for 2020, uh, 2022. I, there's no way they get rid of him. There's no way. Well, who I are mean, you going to hire? Someone else. I keep, oh, there's, there's nobody. guys. Eric Bieniemy. Chuck, Chuck Pagano. <laughs> Everyone's confident Eric Bieniemy can coach. 
They're like, I can't believe he's not getting a deal. By the way, how about Deshaun Watson trying to pry his way out of Houston? But would you want to stay? In, would you want to stay in Houston? He signed the contract. I don't know. He liked it there two years ago when they shoveled all that money at him. And that was That's when Bill O'Brien was the head coach and GM. See, I just think that they're one good coaching hire and another player away from being good again. That's all. Yeah. But I know but he doesn't like it. James J. Watt on the other side of thirty. Yeah. They don't have they don't have D Hop anymore. I is, don't, is, I'm, I get me out of town quickly. Is uh is Lamar Mania back on in Baltimore? Oh my God! He would. Oh <laughs> Jesus H Christ! It is insane here. Yeah. Oh well, I got to tell you that was a hell of a run by him, and he embraced his running. He went back to being who he was in that game, which is not the worst thing in the world. Not the best run by the people. Again, remember the Steve Young run. Yeah, okay. Isn't that, isn't that the greatest run of well, a quarterback ever? It's the greatest stylistic run because he was stumbling and bouncing and spinning and everything else. But in terms of just breathtaking speed and angles and nope, you don't got him. That was pretty that, electrifying. That, that, okay, that that would no, that was that was okay. I just always think the Steve Young run is Did you uh plus it with a game one or two, by the way. Uh true. I'd say Michael Vick's run up the middle to win oh, the game okay. against I Minnesota. That, another yeah. one where he threw yeah. the ball to yes oh jesus yeah. christ who do you like this weekend any strong leans on the four games that we got for the weekend um ravens over the bills Ooh, really yeah i'm calling that one okay. and yeah well yeah because i i think it's about to strike 12 for josh allen i still don't think he's that great i'm right. sorry i just i just can't buy that one <laughs> okay and but and, i don't know why i think the packers are going to win big i don't know why well, they got Jared Goff with a bad thumb in eighteen degree weather. <laughs> Probably part of I the reason. I didn't believe they. I didn't believe that the the Rams would win that game uh, when, when Jared Goff came in. I was like, "Oh my god, this shit's over." Can you give me some thoughts on let Russ cook? <laughs> Brian Schottenheimer getting fired again. Uh, again, <laughs> suddenly he's the problem. So. I don't know, is the bloom off Russell Wilson or is this just a, a temporary half-season correction? Because he was MVP talk after six games. Yeah, the Steelers were going to break the Dolphins' record, too. Remember that. Yeah. So don't don't judge by 10 to 11 games. All right, and what about the uh, the quarterback battle for the aged 41-year-old Drew Brees against 43-year-old Tom Brady? Is that, it? Wait a minute. Is that in New Orleans? That is in New Orleans. But it doesn't matter because there's no. There fans. are there are a tiny bit, but yeah, it's a really smattering matter. of fans. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't really matter, but yeah. What do you I think? Don't... Saints have beaten them twice this year, including a monster blowout in Tampa. Do I give the status quo answer about playing a team three times? Yeah, I guess you could. All right, I, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't, I, that, I can't call that one. All right, we're going to play a different game than fuck that guy this week. It's called oh, Where Do You It's called Where Do You Stand? I do this on Wednesdays oh, on my I love show this. in Milwaukee. Here we go. Where do you stand on a uh, sports uh, sports category kids broadcast like the Nickelodeon broadcast? I actually watched that for like 15 minutes and I didn't hate it. Okay. Where and do you st- if I was 11, I'd love it. Where do you stand media on athletes on TikTok? Athletes on TikTok. I I'm not it's not my demo. I, I just I I don't I don't care enough about it. It's, it's not for me. Do so. you have a Do you have a TikTok account? No. 
Okay. <laughs> no. I'm a grown. I'm a grown ass man. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> Where do you stand food on ketchup on mac and cheese? Ketchup on mac and cheese. You ought to be slapped in the face if you put ketchup <laughs> on mac and cheese. Hey, if you're ten, you really like it. Where do you stand etiquette on holding a woman's purse? Do it all the time. It's 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 okay. Hold this while I go here. I okay. say I'll put it on the ground and I'll guard no. it with my feet, but I'm not holding it. <laughs> I, tell, I, I hold and still and have held. Where do you stand, women, on Laura Rutledge? I like Laura Rutledge. She's fine. I like Laura Rutledge. She's yep. classy, fine. Uh, and then finally, other category. Where do you stand on driving exactly the speed limit? Uh, I don't think I've ever done it. <laughs> You will get rear-ended in two seconds flat on pretty much any road. The speed limits in America are the most unrealistic things I've ever seen. Only when you get pulled over. Now, but now they're an issue. Even when it's <laughs> even when it's seventy-five on a highway, that's still too slow because yeah, you know everyone else is going eighty-five or ninety. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jay. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. And as we like to say, bye bye now. All right, I'll finish on this today. Email from John in Montgomery, Alabama. Long-time listener from down here in Montgomery, Alabama. Shocking, I know, going back to your sporting news radio days. I very much appreciate your work and relate to you in many ways. We're similar ages. I want to be able to compensate you for my consumption of your services. However, I really have no interest in the Zabe Premium and Friday podcast. I'm a huge sports fan, but I'm a bit not a big sports gambler. And I listen to radio folks and their sports bets guaranteeing qu- guarantees quiet, quite honestly drives me batty. To each his own, I guess. It's just not for me. Anyhow, is there any way I can buy an ale coin from you for $25 to $30? I want to use it as a ball marker. I can pay pay you via PayPal or Venmo. I know it's not much, but it's a small gesture of my appreciation. I will also state that I hold you responsible for my minor fandom for the Washington Redskins slash Washington football team slash Red Wolves or whatever they're going to be called. I know way more than I should about your team, given that I live in Alabama. Not sure whether to thank you for that or hate you for that. Thanks, John and Montgomery. I said John will work something out, but... Uh, me selling you one of the precious few ale coins left. Why, that would be unseemly of me to charge you 25 to $30. But maybe I will come up with a Zabecast coin using the awesome, cool logo you see for the Zabecast, designed by the great Steve Hanna, graphic artist to the stars. Um, maybe I will print some of those up, and they can be purchased for say $20 as a go-between where I don't want to pay you 60 bucks a year because I don't need Fridays, but I want to, you know, give you something. I want to support you in some way. Maybe that's the solution. We'll see. But as I said, ah, well, in good conscience, sir, I could not sell you that corn for that much money. But perhaps another financial remuneration would be in order for a fine gentleman from Montgomery, Alabama. And I do need to get down there next year when the college football world is up fully running again. That'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, 
If you subscribe to Fridays, I appreciate it beyond words. It helps support me and this podcast and to keep me going. And you guys are signing up and joining at record numbers now. And I really, really appreciate it. More big things to come starting as soon as next week. You'll see about it then. But still, I appreciate everybody who is a subscriber. For you freeloaders, your week's programming is now over. Catch me Saturday morning on 106.7 WJFK The Fan in D.C. That podcast can be had on the Radio.com app under their extra programming for WJFK. Have a great Thursday, and we will see you next time. All right, the divisions have been decided. Champions are about to be crowned and legends born like Taylor Heineke. But what about you? What's in it for you? I know it's your time to win in the NFL playoffs. You've waited and watched all year. Maybe your team had a good season. Maybe your team had a bad season. How about you have a winning season in January? My bookie, the industry's leading online sports book and casino, and it's not Hard to understand why. Thousands of lines to bet on your favorite sports. NFL, NBA, college basketball. Check, check, check. MMA, soccer. Check, check. They've got all the latest odds, period. Take advantage of my bookie's prop builder and live in-game betting where every single run, throw, basket, touchdown is another chance for you to put cash in your pocket. Visit their mobile-friendly website today and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Just use promo code ZABE when you make your first deposit. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. The best part is they make it simple with a variety of ways to deposit, including credit card, bank transfer, Bitcoin, and more. Whether you're at home or on the go, your laptop or on the phone, it's not too late to make your New Year's resolution a resolution to get paid on the games you knew were going to end up the way they did. Bet, win, and get paid at my bookie.